0: Hello and welcome to episode 183 of the Saints Score podcast, where we look at everything going on at Southampton Football Club. Players will be soon heading back to Staplewood to start pre season testing and training ahead of the upcoming Championship season. Russell Martin and his staff are in the door and will now be planning their structure of their squad. And this week, we'll be having a look at who should stay and who should go. In part one of this pod, we'll be looking at the goalkeepers and defenders. My name is Harry Tis and I'm joined by Mikey Maidman, Ollie Boast and Jamie Allen. Mikey, how are you doing this week?
1: Doing good. Uh, things are ramping up at the moment at university because it's final projects due in, in about four five weeks time at the moment. So that's what that's what the main, main focus is. But I had a lovely day out on the Bournemouth beach on Sunday. That was nice. Got horrendously sunburnt, so that wasn't great. Hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, no, apart from that, it's been it's been all right. And Ollie, how are you doing?
2: oh good, thank you. How's your sunburn, Harry? Because since we be last spoken, I want to see what's happened to yours. Has it died down finally?
0: Yeah, my, mine's completely fine because I got oh. burnt on the, the first day of our holiday. Mm. I was completely fine after that. I was making sure that I was nice and safe, put the socks on to make sure the feet weren't burnt and mm. tried to stay under a towel for as long as possible.
2: <laughs> the SPF 50, I was hiding underneath the towel as well, wasn't I? Had the Saints badge yeah. on it, had to represent while we were away in Tenerife, had the, the, the Saints beach towel. Um, so th- doing, doing that promo, even while I'm on holiday, still working. <laughs> uh, Jamie, how are you doing this week?
3: All good, all good. Helping lots of people move out of their uni stuff. Did had my girlfriend today and then I'm doing my brother tomorrow, so a lot of driving around.
0: Nice. Well, there could be a lot of driving around with incomings and outgoings in this championship squad, but one person that is confirmed after probably about a month after we thought it would be is Russell Martin. He's through the door. Mikey, what's your immediate reaction to him moving from Swansea to here?
1: Good move. I, I think I think it's a good appointment for us to have. It's it's a change of um style of play, which might be quite nice after three or four years of the same the same sort of stuff over and over again. Uh I think it's a good move for Russell Martin as well. I think it's a step up into a club that's he's never been at a club where they're gonna be one of the bigger clubs in the division, because we're gonna be financially backed. We we got resources to be one of the bigger clubs. Um, in the championship, so, um, yeah, it, I think it's a good move for him. Uh, it's a shame for Swansea because he he was getting great results out for Swansea. The, the quality of their squad, um, being in and around a playoff hunt before it dropping off, um, earlier in, in the year, they had a really good run in, um, but no, I'm very happy with it. It's it's exactly what uh, Jason Wilcox would sort have of wanted, having a more possession dominant manager than than the ones previous and. I think it just makes the first game of the season quite interesting and quite exciting because it's it's not going to be a a high-pressing sort of style of play. It's going to be play out the back. It's going to be a lot of possession stuff. It's going to be a defence midfielder dropping into a back three. It's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, how it all operates. And I'm just looking forward to the first game of the season where Southampton fans are constantly gritting their ch- teeth uh, because the goalkeeper's got the ball and he's doing Cruyff turns in his own six-yard mm-hmm. box and all this sort of stuff. But hmm. no, I'm quite excited about the appointment. I think I think it'll be a
0: good one. So Mikey's excited. Ollie, what do you think about his play style? Do you think it's going to take a long time for us to adapt? I think that's what a lot of Swansea fans said at the start. It took a quite a bit of time to get results going well. But once they did... They played some some pretty nice football. And how do you think the fans will react as well? Similar to what Mikey said, there was frustrations mm. at times with the way that we were playing before. This could take a long time for things to, to work.
2: I think you're right. Yeah, I think it could be one of those ones where it takes a while to pick up that style and it could be there could be some issues while building that up. I've read some stuff from the Zalanzi fans and they seem genuinely quite upset that he is going because I think they did rate him as a manager. I think they... They mentioned that the highs were really high and he played some amazing, beautiful football. But when it doesn't work, it can be quite catastrophic as well. So I think the fans need to be patient, believe in the project that's being built. And um, yeah, I am a slightly, a little bit apprehensive because like Mikey said, it's a completely different style to what we've been seeing. So there might be a kind of reluctance from the fans. They're not seeing that immediate press and going after the ball, which we normally see. There are going to be differences again, like Mikey mentioned. So. Hopefully the fans stay patient and we hopefully, fingers crossed, we should see the results from it.
0: And with Russell Martin moving clubs from Swansea to Southampton, a lot of times you see players moving from one club to another when the managers move. Jamie, do you think that might be quite a bit more difficult now? There's a bit of a a rough (laughs) relationship between us and Swansea due to the fact that the compensation, they still want to be paid. Um, in full, you know, players like Matt Grimes, Joel Pirro, two players that we seem to want, but Swansea, they might not want to deal with us anymore.
3: Well, considering that, I think they want to sue us now. I don't see any of them coming to us anymore, It's a shame, but maybe, maybe maybe in a distant future, maybe January, they cool down a little bit. They're like, you know what? We'll pay you a, little, a couple million less for them. And bring them here and we'll take them off your hands. But I don't know. I think, yeah, I think they're very, very angry about the situation. So even like even when we when they released their like press release saying that we we signed him, they were still set claiming that they owned that owed the compensation, and we called them the Welsh club. Which is quite funny. There's very clearly some bitterness between the two parties, but I don't see any business going on between us. Unfortunately, if not, we'll be paying a high price to cover that compensation.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that will rumble on over the coming months. But something that we're going to look at right now is 33 players in the Southampton squad. There's going to be a lot of incomings, a lot of outgoings. We're going to go through all of them. Who should start? Who should be on the bench? Who should should we sell? Sorry, who should we loan? And who are we not too sure? We're going to go position by position, starting with the goalkeepers. The first one, Mikey, Gavin Bazzuna. We signed him in the summer. 32 games this season, four clean sheets. He came out of, like I said, the Manchester City style of play. So do you think he'll suit this Russell Martin system and would you keep him?
1: Uh, I think he would be a starter for us. I can't see many moves come in. I haven't seen any rumours about um, about Gavin Bazzuna as well. I think you could say he had a mixed time in the Premier League in his first season. I think... In, in the earlier games he he it it sort of his confidence carried him through and as soon as those mistakes started coming the confidence started lacking and he started making really bad errors and, and I think the Brighton game is the big one to call out for and we lost four one. I think you could probably say two or three of the goals were down to not just Bazunu, because of course it's a team game, but he played major roles in the conceding of those goals. Uh I think I think with Jason Wilcox at the at the helm, he he probably would like to have Gavin Bazzini still there. Of course, he was part of the academy when Bazzini was coming up, and when he was signed um, from somewhere in Ireland, I I don't quite know where. Um, but when he was signed from Ireland, came over to um, Man City, there was obviously a lot of excitement about him, and he he will fit Russell Martin's system quite well. Um, I think that's something that he didn't quite get to do as much being a very less possession dominant side in the premier league uh, i think it's something that he didn't get to do as much is, is play the ball out we saw his ability to kick long and his accuracy in kicking long but yeah ho- hopefully this fits him a little bit more and i think it, it may be the the minor step up he needs to be able to have a full season in the championship that was always something talked about was Did he need 46 games in the Championship to go up from League 1 into the Championship and see how well he could do instead of making that big jump from League 1 to the Premier League? Um, I think he'll be a good starting goalkeeper for us. Uh, Ireland still have faith in him as as their starting national keeper. So uh, I I think he'll be someone, it'll it'll be good to hang on to him uh, this year. And with the new goalkeeping coach coming in and maybe with different competition, with either Mateus Liz coming back from loan because it's looking like Alex McCarthy leaving this year, it might, it might spring a bit of life into him, but yeah, I, I'd have him as a starter uh, if, if I could.
0: Jamie, do you think the same? Would you start? Would you keep him you know, dropping down to the Championship? Might do him some good.
1: There's no doubt
3: in my mind that he will be our number one this season kind of forward. McCarthy will probably go some medium Premier League club as their backup keeper, which is fair enough. He's uh, maybe Premier League worthy but it's their English player every club, most teams at bottom half Premier League will be after him and I think there's no need to sign anyone else in as Mikey said, Mateus Liss I haven't really followed him, what he's been doing too much on his loan, I'm not too sure where it was but he'll be alright back up I guess because we give him a five year contract I guess if the club have some sort of faith in him because it's quite a, a big deal to give to an unproven keeper so I was a little back up and can't complain
0: We'll round it off with Oli. Do you want to keep or sell Bazunu? And then talk a bit about Mateus Liz. You know, we signed him after he was released by Alte SK, I believe it was, in Turkey. Then he was loaned out to Troyes, where he really was the second choice keeper a few games here or there, but but nothing too much as their relegator. Would you keep him as the second choice?
2: Yeah, I've got Bazunu as a start. I think it makes sense. I think the Premier League was just a little bit too much of a step up for him at that point in his career but I think the Championship would be a good level for him and I think he would he would do well for us so I'm happy with him starting and I agree with the, the other guys as well, I think Liz was probably a decent backup obviously depending on what the coaches and the managers see in pre-season, if, if there's a decent amount of ability there for the Championship I don't see why it would be a problem with him um, being that, that that second keeper, I think McCarthy probably will go I've got him in my undecided at the moment because it depends whether people do actually come in for him and um yeah if a like Jamie reckons a premier league side take him as a as a backup keeper whether they do need one or not um otherwise I don't see him being a second keeper in the championship considering he was a potential second keeper in 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 the prem so yeah at the moment I've got him undecided but I might hear what you guys think before I move him but I think yeah McCarthy might be a sell I think Liz is on my bench and uh, Bizzuno is in start for me.
0: Yeah, for me, I look at Bizzuno's start, Liz bench, Caballero, um, also keep, but really as the as the third choice as well. Mikey, we talked a bit about Alex McCarthy, 138 appearances in all competitions for us, 35 clean sheets since his move to us. But it just feels for me that the right time to move him on. How about you? If Premier League interests, I feel like we should get a couple million pounds and try and reinvest it.
1: Uh, I think when when he signed his long-term contract a, a couple of years ago, I think there was a thought that he was going to be our first choice goalkeeper for a couple of years. Um when Bazunu came in I don't think people thought he was going to come in straight away be a starter he ended up being the starter and then every single time Bazunu seemed to be the one who was going to come out McCarthy either got himself injured or we had a World Cup break or something like that so there was always something blocking him last year it felt like for the entirety of last season um and what is he in the final year of his contract did you you say is he in his final year of his contract or he's got two years left i'm not too
0: sure
1: two years left on this deal um being the second highest paid player at the club even with the 30 percent decrease in wage at the end of the year uh i think it probably would be right to move him on if he's not going to be the first choice goalkeeper if if um russell martin comes in and he thinks that McCarthy will be his first choice then I'd I'd, I'd have him as the, as the starter or on the bench or if he's going to be useful for the club but just due to the fact that Bazunu's been brought up in that style of play and he was number one for majority of last season anyway and I think it's something the club would want is for him to continue as the number one I think it's only best to sell Alex McCarthy just due to the amount of wages that he's on and, and the fact that I think there will be interest from other Premier League clubs, especially because of the English nationality and everything like that. So he's in my sell column.
0: And the final one, Willie Cabieri, Jamie, keep or sell the 41-year-old? I look at it, I think he'll be a good shooter for Gavin Basoon, especially because he spent time at Manchester City as well. And I think he'd be pretty happy to be the third choice and maybe get some coaching badges on the goalkeeping side as well. Where do you put him?
3: I'd love to keep the Champions League winner, the veteran in our squad. So we need that sort of leadership and winning experience to take us back to the Premier League. Uh, but I think uh, obviously that's not our, our decision. At the end of the day, I think big Russ is going to have some decisions to make the next few weeks with this, with the squad coming back for pre-season. So I'd be interested to see if, if Willie's with them or not. But I'd like to see it happen. However, it's definitely the goalkeeping, the new goalkeeping coach and Russell's decision to make.
0: And a couple of quick answers from Ollie, then Mikey. Keep or sell, or just release on a free Willie Caballero.
2: It really depends on finances. If it seems like a bit of a premium to have a player with that much experience, if he's happy to uh, stay in the championship, be a third choice keeper, and he's not taking up too much wages, then I would keep. But if it's if it makes more financial sense to move him on, then that also makes sense as well. But for me, I, I'm keeping him. He's on he's on my bench at the moment.
1: Yep, same from me. If it's financially viable to keep him around, I think he'll be good. It'll be a good move for the club. But if not, then it would be sell and well, yeah, sell and then look to or release and and see um, see where the next number two comes from.
0: Right, Mikey, I'll stay with you for the centre backs. Armel Bellocchi up twenty four Premier League appearances last season. He missed fifteen games through injury but he's really impressive two international caps for Germany and he was linked around Europe with moves what would you do with him what do you think is going to happen with up
1: I'd love to keep him that that, that would be if, if any of the centre-packs could stay he would be the one that I'd want to keep However, uh, I think there has been leaks away, especially to Germany, Leipzig. If if Gouard- G- 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 goes from Leipzig to to Manchester City, there's talks of him being his replacements out at Leipzig. Um, I think he's been really impressive this year, uh, even even in a leaky defence. I think the, the attributes that he shows, I think on the ball is where he needs to sort of progress and get better at, but. I think when you want a strong powerful quick center half I think he's he's exactly what what you want. Um I think we do so well to keep him this summer but he's in my sell column because I just can't see us being able to. I think the asking price is around about 25 to 30 million pounds which is high for for a player who's just got relegated. So maybe there's a way of keeping him and fending clubs off with that price tag but yeah I I I think he will be he'll be a sell.
0: I mean, if Leipzig are looking at him, they'll have upwards of, what, 80, 90 million pounds to spend. And we know that they'll have that money. So I think we could probably get that price tag. Jamie, is it one of those difficult ones? I imagine we're going to have that quite a lot this episode where he'll be in the sell column, but really you do want to keep him.
3: Yeah, I think it is a shame because I think he's got the natural raw talent to be a great player. It's just, unfortunately, he's just not not to well, not not too good. He's he's too good to play in the championship. I think it's good as that. And a club like Leipzig is a very, um, it's a very like intriguing club for a player like him to go back to, especially where they play a similar style of football to what we played under Ralph and that sort of stuff. So I think he'll be lucky to go back there, and he probably will be interested. Although he was back in training, I saw on the Twitter. I think he was in the buggy, so I don't think he'll be a player to to throw a strop or anything. I think if he's still around and Priest may see him a bit, but I think if a move does come up, he'll be on the way.
0: And Ollie, is it keep or sell for the centre-back? And then talk to me a bit about Mohamed Salisa as well. We signed him for £10.9 $10. Mm. all the way back in 2020, but he made just one appearance under sellers. There's things about like him I being injured or maybe not being fully committed. One year left in his contract. I'd personally sell him, try and get a fee for him. I don't think he's going to sign a new contract. So what do you think about that as well?
2: Yeah, I'd put them both in the same boat in the fact that I think it would be a player's decision to move. Uh, They're the two players that represented Saints in the World Cup. I think they're both ambitious centre-backs that want to prove themselves. They want to continue their international uh, representation. I don't think the Championship is going to be the level uh, that they're going to be able to continue that with. So I think if there's an opportunity for them to move, for instance, somewhere like Leipzig or if Salisu can move somewhere else, yeah, representing their country, I think they'll do that. So I've put both of them in the cell column. Um, and yeah, I think I'll mention that a, quite a lot in this episode of players that do represent their country. I think the championship is seemingly quite a big step down. I don't know whether that will be kind of a major factor of, in them trying to, you know, represent in their country. So there's quite a few international players that we do have. And I don't know whether they will take that step down to the championship, whether their agent will try and move them on, try and link them away. So I've got both Bellacottu and Salisu uh, as cells.
0: And Mikey, quite a lot of our players in the squad, they've got contracts till 2026, 2027. So we've we've got the power in that sort of situation. But when we've got a player that reportedly isn't necessarily committed, may want to leave and his contract's up at 2024. Is this one of the ones where if we can get 10, 15 million pounds and then try and reinvest it? that's the situation especially cuz when he even when he was in the squads a lot of the time he wasn't playing
1: yeah i uh, i think that's it's it's sort of try and make try and make your money back and then a little bit more i think it was about 12 million that we managed to get him from uh from spain when when we bought him a couple of years ago and it's <laughs> for for some bits it's worked and for some bits it, it just hasn't i, I think the I think it's multiple factors that I think we could spend hours talking to on why this relegation has happened. I don't think it's all down to just the players. Um, but I, I think at, at some points during the season, you've seen Salisu be that centre-half that was linked to Manchester United and was linked to these big moves to European sides. And you've seen the Salisu of why he hasn't quite got that move yet. Um, I, I think I think he will be one of the ones to go just because it is the year the year left on this deal we don't have the power we don't have the control in that situation and therefore we don't really want to lose him on a free so uh, i think that is that's something that will be done is i think salisu will be one of the ones to move on this summer
0: and jamie let's go to jan bednarek who's out on loan aston villa at the start of the season but just five premier league appearances when he was there he came back Played, I believe, every single game. I think he only came off in two due to injury, but played every single one. What would you do with him?
3: I put him in my undecided column because I think out of all the centre backs, he's the one I'd like to stay the most. I think in the championship, he could tear up. I think he's got the physicality to be there and big, big player for us. He also has the leadership we will need. With most our older players going, and like Prousy. Probably Che Adams, that sort of stuff. It's like the leadership qualities we need to keep our squad stable. But I think he's a decent player. But he yes, he didn't work out for him at Villa. But he was all right for us when we came, came back, but we did get relegated. So, bit bit peak. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> at the age of 27, Ollie, do you think he brings that level of experience? Do you think he'll, he'll be someone that can or will play in the Championship?
2: Yeah, I've got him in undecided as well because... I'd really like him to stay. I think it, Jamie said a lot of good things there. I think he would be very good in the championship. I think the thing that I like about Bednarak is that he just he puts his absolute all into it. He always seems like he gets an injury every single game because he just throws himself at people. And I think that suits the championship. It's a lot more of a physical league. So I think him putting his weight around, putting it, using his physicality, I think he's a very championship suited player so i really hope that we do hold on to him but i could also see him going as well the fact that we could loan him out to villa quite quickly means i think there are teams that are interested i haven't heard anything as yet and i don't think there's been any real rumors about him moving away but i could see a team maybe a newly promoted team want that premier league experience that he could bring and snap him up so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he does go, but I think it'd be a major coup for us if we could could hold on to him in the Championship.
0: Mikey, stay or go with Jan Benarek, but also talk to me about Piletta Sai, someone that we signed from Marseille in the summer, but just 13 Premier League uh, appearances, three starts was his best run over that 38-game period, and just three games under Ruben Salles as well. What would you do with him? He's linked away as well.
1: Uh, Jan Benereck, I I would want to keep him. However... I I think he would be a good center half on on the European stage. I think I think if he there's there's been obvious links out to Italy just because of the way the style of player the style of play in Italy being a little bit more defensive back threes. I think he'd really suit that. Um so yeah, I I he'd be a starter if he did stay, but the the likelihood of that I don't know. Coletta Carr is an interesting one because it's not it's not worked out for him there's been links out to turkey for him to go out there 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 may be links of him going back to france as well um it's just not worked out for whatever way and i i, I think it is because of the fact that we weren't a possession dominant side I mean, when you look at the statistics of how he played in marseille uh, he was next to william saliba wasn't he Th- throughout the majority of the season that year He was one of the best progressive passers in the league. Marseille played a very possession-dominant style of play. And he looked fantastic in those sort of systems where we weren't able to be someone who was going to be as dominant as as much time on the ball and uh, throughout the entire game. I think that's where he lacked was maybe a bit of defensive know-how, a bit of physicality. They were saying that... um, for the first part of the season, Hassan Uchel didn't want to include him in the starting eleven because they, he felt that there was more for him to learn. Um, but it intrigues me because he would suit Russell Martin's style of play quite well. So if there's a possibility of keeping him at the club, then that might be a sensible thing to do, just because I think having a centre-half who would be strong and capable of playing the ball out the back would be Coletta Carr. Um, he also has the physicality and the height to be able to do that, but probably not the speed to play with a high line. So that's probably the only issue I can see. But it's not worked out for him here. It would be understandable if he wanted to leave and and try and go somewhere else and see if he can break into the first team. But I think he'd probably become quite a key player for us if um, if he was to stick around uh, and play in the championship. But I can't see that happening. He's failed to get into Croatia's um, national setup since joining us. So. I think he'd probably want to move away to be able to try and regain his place in in Croatia.
0: Oli, do you think we'll sell him maybe for that exact reason that he'll want to play for Croatia? And also maybe he has ambitions of playing European football at the age of 26. He certainly certainly can do so. And also talks to me a bit about Lianka as well.
2: Yeah, I think he will move. I think it will just be that he won't want to play championship football. I think coming from Marseille to Saints... Again, was an ambitious signing from us, and I think it, it could have worked out really well. It didn't, and I don't see him sticking around for championship. so unfortunately, I think he will be a player that we will sell. is um, an interesting one. I've put him in... Where have I put him? Let me scan around for him. I've put him on my bench, which is interesting, because you'd think if we held on to him, then he would start. But again, I really don't know. There's been links away... For him to go um so it might be one that we sell if the right if the right offer comes in he's been very very vocal about how much he loves the club and he's very <laughs> passionate about the club so he's one of those players that if i had to bet on them what, like staying in the championship and, and helping us getting promoted again he'd be one of the people that i i think would be most likely to do that um It would be very funny if he just did a complete U-turn and was like, "No, I want to leave." It would, you know, undoing all that hard work that he's just done. Uh, But I don't. I think he would probably stick around. But would I put him straight into the championship starting lineup? I'm not sure either. So at the moment, I've put him in the bench. But if someone can convince me to start him, then that might be uh, that might be nice. I'm not sure. I know Jamie's a big Leonko fan, so maybe he's put him in start.
3: Well, it's, I'm a big fan of Lianco, but uh, mm. it's more just because his personality. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I'm just just such a funny person. Mm. Okay, we haven't had like a personality like that for a long time in the club. Mm. But I have put in undecided, mainly because of what you said, Oli, there's been so many links to him leaving the club. But then it's also, I know, I'm like he is also fairly settled here, I know... Sounds weird, but I saw on like, Saints' media pages that he bought. They would not want him to buy a new house because he's got having to move out his flat to expand. With his growing family. Do you think you wouldn't really? And at that point of the season, we kind of knew we we're getting relegated. So, you think he's kind of establishing himself in England? Why not stick around and play in the championship? You know, and ima- just imagine him going crazy when we win the championship. You know, like running on the pitch of the trophy. Just all good no, vibes, no, but no. let's not get. But also, get a of <laughs> but yeah, if he if he does leave, it'd be a shame. But not necessarily because of talent, more just because he's a funny guy to have in the squad. But like I said, I'd love to keep him, but wouldn't be surprised if he does go.
0: Yeah, Vasco de Gama. I want to say are the team that are heavily linked with them alongside Corinthians and Besiktas. But it's the first team I mentioned that have been heavily linked. Twenty one Premier League appearances last season, Mikey. Would you keep or would you sell? Then talk a bit about Jack Stevens. He was on loan at Bournemouth last season, made 15 appearances, but I believe he missed the last, the last five or six when they were almost confirmed to be staying up. Maybe they were planning for the future. And that's why they didn't play him. Apparently, they do want to keep him, the mail online says, but I'm not completely sure whether that's going to happen. Would he be a starter here? He might be on the bench over there. Tell me your thoughts.
1: Um, I think I think with Lianko, my my thought is that he will be sold um this summer. I think the leak the links are quite strong for him to go back to Brazil. I mean he he's been over in Europe since twenty seventeen, he's twenty six. It might be a want for him to still play um back in Brazil, maybe. I don't know. Jamie's saying about the expanding family, it might be that he'd want to have his kids grow up in the nation that he was born in, but we we wouldn't know that. Um, I, I think he'd be a good player to keep around, but I mean he's he's quite um, oh, erratic. I would say is probably the best way of putting it. Um, be, being a player who, I, again, it's a singular moment. But you look at the Forest game at home, the mistake for that goal. But then you look at the final game of the season, him rainbow flicking, well, flicking the ball <laughs> over Trent Alexander head and running down the left wing, and you're just going, why? Um, but yeah, no, the. Um, it would be a fun player to keep around, but only just because you, you generally don't <laughs> know what's going to happen with Lianko. So fun and frustrating. I think that's the balance. Mm. Um, I think with Jack Stevens, it's 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 interesting because. With the new ownership at Bournemouth and with the new appointment made at Bournemouth, you would have thought that maybe they'd look a little bit more ambitious than Jack Stevens. Not saying that he's not a Premier League player, but he's someone that... It, if he wasn't making an impact in the first team last season, would he be someone to make an impact now? Uh, 15 appearances in the Premier League is good, but it's not a, he's, it doesn't like establish himself as a starting centre-half for Bournemouth so uh, whether under new management they would still want him that's that's a question that could be asked i think he would become a starter for us if 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 he was um to stay but the reason why i'm saying starter for all these center halves is because five out of the six center halves are currently being sold on my tier list so (laughs) it would leave us with one um uh, so any other any player who would stay would technically be a starter but I think he'd be he'd be good it'll be a rekindling of that Benereck Stevens partnership that we'd had a couple of years ago under Hassan Hutto that went swimmingly well for five or six games um But yeah, I I think he'd be someone who'd suit Russell Martin's system, being slightly more ball dominant, slightly more confident on the ball when trying to play the ball out the back. So that's why I'd like him there. He's also someone who, even though he hasn't technically come through the entire academy, he's been in the academy system. He's been around the club for a long time. So might be someone to pick up the captaincy or or be someone in the dressing room who knows how things were done um, uh, over a number of years at Southampton. Um, and probably someone we missed for the last 12 months, probably someone we have missed in the dressing room. But again, if he feels like he can play Premier League football, if that option's available to him, then I don't think we should stand in his way.
0: They all go for Jack Stevens, Ollie, and then you look at Dinel Simu. On loan, last season, two different clubs, Tranmere Rovers in League 2, and then Morecambe in League 1, where they got relegated, 21 years old, with a contract until 2024. Hmm. Would you keep them in the squads, or would you load them out again?
2: Uh, hmm. Good question. Um, for Stevens, I think it will be a sale. I believe he's only got one year left on his deal as well. Ooh, he's checking the sheet. Am I right?
0: I'm checking the sheet. Checking I'm the checking sheet. the sheet. Yeah, one, yes.
2: one year. There you go. There we go. Um, so I think it might be, again, try and get some return on investment before he goes because he could do one year in the Championship and then could just leave on a free um, or you know start negotiating something by January if it's not going right and then you've got a player who's already halfway out the door uh, in January. So for me, the Charities might be interested, see if they would put some money up front, get that reinvested into a player who can stay with us more long-term. Um, and then Simu, I... I think it's going to be another loan. It would be nice if he could take the step up to the championship and he might be able to do that because I've seen a lot of good things said about him from all the teams he's gone on loan to. However, would it be a a top starting championship side, which hopefully we will be, I don't think he would go in straight away. So it would be whether he would allow himself to be a rotation player for us and potentially play, you know, cup games in a, a lot of congested fixtures, he could do that, or he could go and get consistent games in a League One team that's not going to get relegated, maybe a, a more competitive League One side. So for me, I think for his development, I think he'd probably prefer a more competitive League One side. But then you also have the question of, does he sign a new contract and do we keep him? Or um, do we, again, cash into a player with a one-year left on his We've got a lot of players with one-year <laughs> Left on their deal, don't we? So for me, I've got um, I've got him down as a loan. Uh, interesting to see what the others go for.
0: Right, that's the that's the centre facts, Jamie. Quickly in or out for Stevenson Simu and also talk about Parade as well. He's someone that I've really liked at left back, twenty-nine appearances last season. Not as not as many starts as I'd probably want, only twenty-two, just over half. But he's wanted by a Bundesliga club, he's wanted by two unnamed Premier League clubs as well. I think there's interest across Europe. So do you think it'll be difficult to keep him in those circumstances?
3: I reckon Jack Stevens sell but would like to keep, but Quick word on Simu, as it's pronounced according to Harry Tizard. Um, I always remember this thing like when he went on loan to Carlisle United, he was adored by the fans, and they and the similar thing with Tranmere. But then I didn't really hear too much about the more. because he was no the no good feedback because he did get relegated. But I just that, I, I kind of agree with what Oliver was saying. Like he possibly is good enough to be a rotation centre back for us, but risk at his stage in his career. He's twenty-one. He's like he kind of needs to play the games in like, like I don't know, like a League One side that isn't that as bad as Morecambe. But Parade is someone that unfortunately I've put in sale because he was from the what twenty-two games he did play for us. I thought it was brilliant, but it's just unfortunately where I thought it's brilliant. Other teams would have seen that as well, and like there's a quite heavy links. It was the way I think it was the Bundesliga. I, was, I weirdly weirdly unnamed Premier League. I don't, I don't like when they do that. It's just, why just, you know, the information, tell us, tell us who it is, do you know I
2: mean? Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's such liars, you know, these journalists, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I'd, like I said, I a player I think would be brilliant to keep in the championship, but it's the same thing as I uh, mentioned before. He's just too good to stay, and he would absolutely ball out in the Bundesliga. So good friend for him if he leaves. It's just a shame because he can't stay around.
0: Yeah, he's wanted by Nice as well. D- Mikey, what would you do with Perard, And also talk a bit about Laros. Only made five appearances last season. I think his final one was under Ralph Arseneau. He also went through two managers without playing because of a serious injury that I don't think was ever really talked about. What would you do with him?
1: Um, So Roman Perard, I think he would be a fantastic player to keep around. But again, as the others have, have said unlikely for that to happen uh with Juan Hilarios he had he had quite a bright start didn't he 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 sort of made a good impact on, on the game against Everton if I remember correctly I only remember that because I was at the game but he looked quite bright he he was quite a <laughs> he's quite a dinky fullback isn't he he's very small um but he um he made a good impact on the games that he has played and of course was a giant setback throughout the entire season it, he he just couldn't get fit it was either multiple individual injuries or one big injury. But um, I think what's best for him is maybe a loan out. Um, or to be fair, it might just be staying at the club, playing in the BT sometimes, so sometimes being involved in first team squads, because then we know we're monitoring him. We know exactly what his his condition's going to be like and, and how... Um, how he's progressing with his injuries and making sure they're not reoccurring. I I think that's what that's gonna be key um for us to to try and make sure that he's in the best condition he possibly can be. Uh he's not quite in the same um same situation that Simeo is, is is in at the moment where he's still young in his career. He's what, just turned eighteen, nineteen, something like that. He's still quite young. So um he's not dying for first team football at the moment but I'm sure he would he'd probably like to go out on loan and get get 30 games under his belt in in league 1 or or something like that but I think he'd be a good player to keep around have on the bench and it's a way that we can monitor his um his progress without um risking him out on loan but you can't always protect the players so it might it might be the case that we send them out on loan um don't know what the other opinions are on him
0: yeah, six million pounds for Laris, but a contract until twenty twenty seven. So plenty of time for him to grow. Ollie, what do you think should happen to him? And then you look at Thierry Small. Mikey mentioned about maybe players not not struggling on loan, but finding things difficult. Well, Thierry Small did exactly that at Port Vale. I think he only played five times, uh, no start. Sorry, four games, no starts. Then sent out to St Mirren, did did pretty well there. I think they finished in the top six. So what would you do? What would you do with those two left backs?
2: I've got Larios as um, a bench player. So I'd like to see him involved. I think Mikey made a good observation in the fact that keeping him close to the club might be good to make sure that there are no reoccurring injuries. So I trust Mikey, the sports scientist, on that one. Um, and then in terms of Thierry Small, a really strange one because we signed him thinking he was going to be this really young, ambitious player and he, he wanted to prove his chance. And we've kind of loaned him out again and again trying to find his level and still not really found it. He's not really kicked on with any of the loans that he's done. Um, which makes it a real, a real struggle to try and work out what you do with him because we haven't seen him in any of the free clubs really get any positive kind of output. Which is a struggle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long ago it was that we, we signed him, but it seems it was quite a, a while now and he's just kind of hindered his development. Um, I think it will probably be another loan for him. It really depends who will take him. But I don't think he will be championship level, especially not at the moment. I mean, if he has an amazing loan out somewhere, maybe in like League One or something, and he's looking fantastic, maybe put a clause in there that he could be recalled in January. But I think at the start of the season, we'll be looking to loan him out.
1: I think Thierry Small had quite a he had quite a struggle at Port Vale. I think it was down to a managerial change or a system change or something like that. And he ended up playing as a part of a front yeah. three. And during <laughs> one game, he played as a left attacking winger or something like that. Um, in one in one of his games at Port Vale, his time at Saint Mirren has been more successful than than Port Vale has. He's he's um. He's played as a left wing back. He's managed to get high. He's played 14 games for him. How many minutes? I'm not too sure. I think it's probably about half the half the amount of minutes that he could have possibly played. And I think it's also something that people forget. It feels like a while ago we signed him. He's still 18. So he's he's actually younger than Larios. He, he's, um, he's still got quite a while to go to actually being someone who we think will be able to break into the first team. So... I think the the attributes are there for him to really break forward. I think he does need just that that season to maybe progress and and become that first team player we need him to be. Um yeah, I I think his his time at St Mirren was was good. They had a top 6 finish which is which is good for them. So they got into the champions um group up there in Scotland where it splits. Um and it'll be interesting to see what, what his pre-season is like at the club because he hasn't been loaned out early. I think there's there's talks of League One clubs wanting him, but um, I I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see the pre-season that he has and whether Russell Martin would want to take him on because I assume he'd be part of that first-team squad um, for pre-season. As the, I mean, the squad's still 30 players plus, so probably, <laughs> maybe not, I don't know. But yeah, it's... It's still, hopefully he will be a part of the, the squad for pre-season.
0: Yeah, small and interesting one. Another player contract until 2024, but when we signed him, we were only allowed to give him a three-year deal, uh, I believe because he was only 16, something to do with the age and the contracts. Jamie, what would you do with Thierry Small, but also talk to me about Carl Walker-Peters in 2020. We signed him for £12 million after a short loan spell from Tottenham contract until 2025 another player linked away with newcastle They're looking at all of our right backs at the moment (laughs) Hmm. what did you do with him
3: i'm annoyed mikey stole my striker comment i wanted to bring that up of (laughs) terry so that banked in the in my head there when you brought him up first harry but um yeah it's it's like it's odd because i said it had such a big hype when he sounded from everton then i saw links to spurs as well towards the end of last season so it's like Clearly, he is a very talented young man, but I always have to wait to see it because I don't think he's had a pre season last I don't know if he got too much of a look in, but I'd like to see him maybe loaned out to like a League One. But I also wouldn't be annoyed if he stayed as part of our rotation championship squad. Um, moving on to Kawok Peters, it's another situation where it's similar to Parade, where unfortunately he is in my cell column but not, not by the club's choice, but by the player's choice because he wasn't he was on the verge of an England squad. You know, he got his call up. Like I remember it as being his, his, his profile picture on every social media for ages to tell how proud he was of that moment. But it's just, I think, if he maybe wants to fight for that slight chance he gets back into that squad. I'm not saying it's a 100% given if he gets a move away, but if he finds a place, like, I don't know, like a villa, for example, like could be a good move for him because they're, they're, they always somehow get players in England like Tyrone that sort of thing but unfortunately it is a sale love, would love to keep him again but he just is too good to stay with us
0: Ollie, do you look at our right back situation and think look we've got three really good right backs here the Kyle Walker-Peters on a normal day maybe because we, we can play him at left back as well but He's he's almost sellable due to the fact that 2025, we we can sort of get rid of him. And then if we've got Tino and Bree, depending on if Tino stays after this Newcastle interest, that he's someone that we can move on and it doesn't really hinder the squad too much.
2: No, it's somewhere where we've been very fortunate to have good backup in. Um, There was a point I remember where we had absolutely no right backs and we had War prowse playing there for half a season. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think Walker-Peters will go just due to the fact that his quality... I don't see him playing championship football, um, and I think he will move on, unfortunately. It would be lovely for him to stay, but I don't think he will. Uh, and then, yeah, this Livramento, uh interest, I think, has upset a lot of Saints fans because he's mentioned he would like to kind of repay the the faith and the, the amount of effort that the medical staff have been putting into him to... Um, to to rehabilitate him. And then uh, Newcastle have just kind of put a bit of interest in and Saints fans are just not happy. They're like, how dare you do this? How dare you, (laughs) you know, have an interest in in a good young player? But he's a massive prospect. He's, you know, he's known and he made himself known from having excellent performances when he broke into the side, aged, what, 18, and moving car walker peters to a left back to accommodate him both that just shows the quality that he was showing in that breakthrough season had that horrible injury and um yeah i think it's just kind of a waiting game is he is he going to repay that faith that we put into him in the championship but also newcastle a big big team to join now they're going to be playing champions league football um impressive manager that you can learn a lot under there's a good quality side there that he can also play with some big players they look i mean they're bringing in the likes of Tenali into that that newcastle side it's borderline unfair i'm getting really jealous that <laughs> newcastle have got all this investment coming in so it's if a valuation is met i think the player will also want to challenge himself and go there as well so it's it's unfortunate because we really want to keep him but and and for me i've put him in start because i when I was making this, I was thinking, yes, he. Hopefully, we will keep him and he will start. But with this interest, I am slightly thinking, will, will he go if if the money's right? But I guess we we we'll only we can only see. It depends whether Newcastle do put up the money. I don't know how much we're asking for. There's conflicted uh, reports. Sometimes I see thirty. Sometimes I see more than thirty. And I think uh, Mikey mentioned it earlier. We've got very ambitious price tags that we're putting on people to kind of scare them away. Um, So it, it maybe, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll negotiate a bit. I'm not sure, but I've put him a start. I think that's hopefully if the money's right, I can see him going.
0: Oh, yeah, like I've got absolutely no problem with Tino Livramento if he goes to Newcastle, Champions League football and ambitious owners. I thought Newcastle's, or for at least what the Telegraph, I believe, said about it being £12 million and Ryan Fraser would be enough. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, Ryan Fraser, absolutely no disrespect. He's a great career at Bournemouth, not so much at Newcastle. I don't think they really gave, don't really get any leverage from trying to give us a player that they don't want and chuck in the <laughs> under twenty-three. So... I think we'd be doing them more help than actually gaining anything ourselves. Mikey, 50 million stuck on his head in terms of the fact that we can get 25 to 30 million in overall profit due to the fact that Chelsea have a certain amount of buyback clause in it, or sorry, sell-on clause for him. What would you do with Tino? Then also James Bree, is it, is it a pretty, pretty simple stay for you?
1: Uh, I think James Bree is a simple stay. I, I don't think he really was given enough opportunity to, to show himself to other clubs um whether other cha- top championship clubs would be calling um for him that that might be something but i i see him staying and being a starter at right back quite easily um for for next season uh tino i i i hope the price tag will scare people away i uh, i think 50 million pounds for a player who has just recently come back from an acl injury and has only played a couple of minutes worth of football and yet to play a full 90 I think that's quite a big risk to to take, um, but we've also got a contract with him till twenty twenty six. So we we are in control in this transfer. We don't have to sell to Newcastle because um, cause we have him locked up in our in our team <laughs> for three years. Hmm. So he, he doesn't really have a choice. And I, I saw somewhere that. Um, the clubs are surprised by how high the prices we're setting for these players, and it sort of makes sense because we don't, all because we're relegated. We we don't want to lose out on the value of these players, that like the value that they are to us. If we keep a lot of the majority of this squad, you would have thought that we're definitely pushing top six, maybe even the top two in the championship. That that's what you'd hope to see. Uh, I think when um, when you talk about Carl Walker Peters, I think he's a solid signing for any team that's looking to push for Europe being a, being English and being able to play at both fullback roles um, I think he'd easily be someone who'd, who'd be being looked at but you'd hope that both Tino and James Bree would be looking to stay um, fingers crossed Tino follows up on what he said about like repaying his faith back into the um, the first team and giving us a season in the championship and um it'll be it'll, i mean it'll be another thirty eight game season in the championship for him, and hands down he probably won't be one of the best players in the championship <laughs> quite easily now so um yeah i would hope he'd stay but if Newcastle wanna spend fifty million pounds on him then then spend fifty million pounds on him but I don't think we're gonna to be looking any lower than that
0: right Jamie and then Ollie, quick sell or stay for James bree stay. Day. So that's the goalkeepers and defenders, all sorted with the hottest topic of discussion, certainly around the future of right back Tino Liveramento. You can do this tier list yourself. Click the link in the description or on the tweet that we're going to send out whilst you're listening to this podcast. Get the players in their positions, and tell us why you think they should be there. I've been Harry Tiss, and I've been joined by Mikey Maidman, Ollie Boast, and Jamie Allen. And next week, we'll be talking about the midfielders and attackers. We'll see you there.